So that was a long ass week. Dude, it feels like it's been a month. Or or so. It's like we've been trapped in some kind of bubble where we meant to make a podcast, but for weird reasons that didn't happen because it's only been a week. I just discriminate against the month of September. Not a fan. Yeah, it's like somewhat fall, but not fall. It's kind of a bullshit month. Need to make its mind up. Commit to a season. Right. Like, you can't have a heat, like, am I supposed to take my AC out, or am I supposed to wear pants? The answer is both. <sighs> I mean, August, you kind of get the it's, it's still summer. You know it's summer still. It cools down a little bit towards the end. But September, it just can't make its damn mind up. Plus, everybody has to go back to school and shit, so you get a bunch of kids walking around, and I hate children. I want them to hear me. I felt really bad for the kids who had to go back for like one week and then they get like a four day weekend for Memorial Day. And then that was they the have best, though. Yeah, but it was so weird. I'd much rather just like be like, give Wait. me my. <laughs> yeah, just give me what we used to call Columbus Day. Like, I thought that was a nice break. Like, you come back to school for like a month and like it's like five weeks. And then you get like a nice three day weekend. And if you were in the Boston area, it was like the beginning of the Boston Marathon. So, like, you, you completely were like, I, I don't know what to do on this Monday. So, you go to Dunkin' Donuts and listen to the Boston Marathon. Wait to me the correlation between Boston Marathon and ugly ass uniforms for the Red Sox. Yeah, I don't know either. I just watched a documentary on the 86 um, Mets, and if anyone, like, I don't know, spoiler, they beat the Red Sox. What? Um, And I was looking at those old-ass uniforms, and it reminded me of, like, the uniforms that I think they had in Bases Loaded 3 as a kid. It's like Boston had, like, the ugly-ass gray uniforms. I'm like, those couldn't have been a thing. And then you watch, like, old documentaries, I was like, ugh. Was Bases Loaded 3 the one that had the soundtrack that went over and over again? I'm almost positive. I always just liked playing that game because you could peg people. <laughs> like the batters couldn't move, but you could get like awesome curveballs, and it was just like you could get like I just thought it was hilarious that you could get pitchers ejected in that game. <laughs> My peg and I want to see is Jessica Alba. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that one. Nobody gets that reference. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Now you start the show. Uh, Welcome back. This is episode eight of Tiny Dynamite's Digital Deliberations. You got it right. I did. I'm Brett. This is Tom. Hello. And we're back to having... uh, It's October 1st, you know, that comes right after uh, August 28th, whenever our last episode was. (laughs) Here's the thing, though. If we started, like, we were so fucking beyond late for our next episode that... At least if we start fresh in the beginning of the month, like, we can set it somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, because by the end of the month, we'll be at episode 12 if we do it correctly. 
I'm pretty right. sure we ended our last podcast with we're going to do an extra episode at the end of the week. Yep. Because we because <laughs> we wanted to make up for the lack of episodes before. So um We are right on Next Lander's ass, and now I think they're episode like ten or twelve or something. We're not gonna make any more uh promises because um I never made any promises. I'm just not I gonna mention mild suggestions. True. And then you got mildly sick. I, t- I tell you what. And then when it was People start mild. saying, <laughs> when people start saying, "Hey, where's this week's episode?" I'll start making episodes. There's gonna, there's gonna be at least one or two people who are gonna be like, "Where's this week's episode?" I didn't get a tweet. I have that on my phone. I get notifications. Do you get a card? Don't at me, bro. Unless you want to no. hear an episode. No one like even was just like, "Are you alive?" Or they might have. I'm just really bad at checking the Discord server. I never even checked our analytics. I don't even know if we have one viewer, listener, subscriber. I know we have at least one. Ooh. I know Shout there's out a to you, like, internet man. I know there's a few people in a group of people I hang out with who enjoy our rants. The one who thinks I'm too negative? Well, aren't, like, is that a critique or is it true? You know, I actually have some positive things to say about a game that is uh, known to be a bad game. So let's. What, uh, what game is that? Is this uh, is this our uh, transition? Uh, I mean, do we have transitions? We, we've been playing Tales, games. Tales of Symphonia Two. Is that a recent game? No, I didn't think so. I was like, <laughs> I'm playing the the HD re-release of the game that is about ten years old. Oh. So if that, if that tells you anything. Fair enough. <laughs> what does piss me off, though, if you boot up, it's it, you get a a pack for the PS3 that has both Symphonia One and Symphonia Two, and if you start up Symphonia, it'll go through all your save data and says, "Hey, you played all of these other Tales games. Here are some costumes." That's Tales of Symphonia awesome. Two gives you nothing. Oh, not a damn thing. Lame. Ex- exactly. Exactly. I like making everybody look like the one guy I like from Tales of the Abyss. This has been like on one of my games lists for like a decade. What game? Tales. Which one? There's a lot all of, of all of them. Like, oh man, I feel like there would be a game I would enjoy because I, like it's an like, it's action RPG, correct? Yeah. Like almost like Star Ocean. Yeah, it's the. Yeah. It's like the two teams have are have history and like rivalry against each other. So you have a. Uh, Triace and you have Wolf Team, I believe they were called originally. Now they're called the Tails, uh, Nemco Tails Team, I think. But they used to, I don't think they worked together originally and they, they got separated into different companies or they just had a rivalry going on. I can't say rivalry correctly for some reason. Rivalry. Rivalry, Mega Man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they, they are, uh, you know, like always going against each other. So they have like similar battle systems that are different enough. It's scared. Sorry. You said it's rivalry, and I just thought of like Starship Troopers for a second when Neil Patrick Harris puts his oh, hand yeah. up to the. He's just like, It's, it's afraid! It's afraid! <laughs> it was so, it's afraid! Sorry. I have to show Boo that movie. <laughs> I don't shoot. She didn't get Robocop. She's like, <laughs> Did I tell you that story? He should no. have been dead by now. He got shot too many times. Like, I don't think you're getting Robocop. <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic. Go back to Tales. 
uh, Tails, yeah. Um, was it is it easy to tr- um, transition between characters, or do you usually stay as the cool guy in the red? Oh, the cool guy in the red is not cool at all. I was never really a fan of Symphonia, but uh, this one, uh, this story is stupid as fuck, and I kind of love it because uh, how dumb everybody is. It's one of those things that's like, clearly, you know what's going on, and it's obvious from the get-go, but the main character's like, I hate that guy. I didn't want to fucking kill him. He killed my family. Like, do you really think the dude who saved the world killed your fucking family, dude? Do you really think so? Do you think that happened? I mean, it's just one of those JRPG stories where everybody's a fucking moron. It's bar none. The typical JRPG trope. But, uh, it's... You know, it's the combat is better than the first Tales of Symphonia. So, so that part alone gives it a boost. It's, I mean, it's a Tales game. It's, it plays like one of those. But I didn't... I had it on the Wii, which is what it came up for originally. And I stopped playing it because something pissed me off about it. And I think what it was is that you get this ring into... You're supposed to shoot these targets, like uh, little switches pretty much. And you just gotta point at them and shoot them. And all the Tales games before that, you just hit the square button and you'd shoot a little fireball out of it and it would activate. And on the Wii version, it made you do Wii shit. It made you point at the screen and hit the little target. And who the fuck got time for that shit? Right. So I put the game down. And I have it on the PS3. And I was playing Tales of um, Tales of Arise, which is the new Tales game. I guess we'll get to that one in a bit. And I was like, you know, I never played that Symphonia 2 game. So I loaded that up and I ended up playing that for like four times as long as I've been playing Arise, which is probably a comment to my uh, mental conditions, but it's uh, better than I thought it was. I'm it's looking... pretty much like a, it's like a bar none like rehash of the, the the first game. It uses like all the same maps and stuff. This is fantastic looking. Someone There was a French Tales of Symphonia teal system with a Game Boy Advance player attached to it. Oh yeah, yeah. It's uh, a GameCube you talk about. Yeah, GameCube. It's only nine hundred dollars. You can get them on Yahoo auctions for <sighs> like one fifty to two hundred. The same thing with the Char Red uh, Gundam Special Edition GameCube, which I do want, mm. but I cannot justify buying it because I already have a GameCube, and that's stupid. But that it's, it's Gundam. So cool. What I'd rather have is just the uh, the little jewel, you know, like the GameCube jewel on the top, the big black circle that has a uh, um, Xeon logo. It's funny that you said Gundam. I pulled my Gundam model out of the closet. I'm going to build it this week. Which one? Um, The RX014S Silver Bullet. I bought it right when Evie was born and I didn't have time. And I've got a little bit more time. And I'm not afraid she's going to, like, destroy it. So I have a legitimate shelf of Gundam models I have not built yet. So don't feel bad. I want to get into them. Um, Perler is a little bit tough right now because of the space and like with Gundam models you can get one done in like three or four hours and not need to work like you can put the pieces back in the box with the perler projects that I do it's like some of them are like eight or nine hours and trying to find a space in my apartment right now that's not going to get disturbed for like three days is just crafting suicide and one bump of the table is just like whoop there goes three hours <laughs> gg the last model I got was from tiger and honey if you recall that show I got no. it at a, no, it was a dumb early 2000s, maybe late 90s anime. And I, uh, I was, I was at the model store and I was trying to find that there, there's, there are these, uh, model kits for either, they have two of them. There's one for the PlayStation original and there's one for the Sega Saturn. And I wanted the Sega Saturn 
but they didn't have it in. They only have the PlayStation, so I was like, eh. PlayStation? That's not a Saturn, so I ended up buying that instead, because <laughs> they didn't have any Gundams. Any ones I wanted, anyway. It's a weird hobby shop. When did you get Was that recent? No, I was still in Seattle at that time, so about maybe four months ago. Oh, okay. That makes a little bit more sense. I was like, <sighs> I don't know the fucking end models here. There's nothing here. That's crazy. You're in California. I feel like there'd be like... Dude, I went to the Japanese import shop and they know what the fuck a PC engine was, so... My hopes are... I guess they're now in check. Could you, would you hear <laughs> a place that has a little Tokyo? Like, ah, cool, I can probably get some of that nerdy-ass weeaboo shit I want. No. There's a lot of, uh... Actually, there's a lot of model stops, shops now I think about it. It's just when I was there, it was way too crazy. And the lines were... It's like a little, uh... How can I describe it? Uh, like an indoor strip mall, almost. Oh, yeah. So it was a bunch of shops, and it's all covered, of course. And I was I was trying to go into the game store because I wanted a PC Engine game to test my unit. And uh, I was in that line for 15, 20 minutes just to get in and look. And that was the short line. The one across that was like cosplay and, and models was like easily six times as long. And I was like, I'm not fucking doing that. That's insane. But I did get one of those fish ice cream sandwiches, and that was pretty dope. Mm. Yeah. That'd be pretty rad. I also found this boutique t-shirt store that does all this like uh like throwback 80s anime style but like modern hipster shit. I got one of their shirts. It's pretty pretty cool looking. I found out the Panera Bread up the street delivers. Panera Bread does uh baked macaroni and cheese now, I think. We have DoorDash. We have two places that do DoorDash. It's Dunkin' Donuts and Panera Bread. Kill me. Oh my god. I know. Dude, if you load up our our DoorDash, it's 1,800 Mexican shops. I told Katie, I'm like, we gotta go visit you guys because she's like, why? I'm like, what are we gonna do? I'm like, we're gonna sit in their house and we're just gonna do DoorDash all week. She's like... <laughs> you have more than two options? <laughs> close like, Dunkin' Donuts is not even that close. It's like 15, 20 minutes away. I'm like, we're gonna go eat a bunch of food and then... we're gonna go to other places that we don't have in Maine. She's like, like what? I'm like, anything. Think, Katie. <laughs> Just think of it. <laughs> I'm like, look at this. Like, the menus, Katie. The menus. <laughs> Dude, all we have here is takeout food. That's what California is. It's a thousand chains of takeout. I have so I have like three Carl's Juniors, like two Del Tacos, and a few Taco Bells all within like equal distance of me. It's ridiculous. We've, we've got like the normal ones. We've got Taco Bell, KFC. McDonald's, Arby's, and Wendy's. But, like, just none of it tastes good at this point, so I've just been eating a lot of Thai food. I just go wherever it has uh, vegetarian food. We have a really, Taco like, does. decent Taco pizza joint. Pizza? Um, pizza's not bad. We have a lot of choices, so we've been kind of... kind of test them out. Like, I feel like pizza's one of those things you can't mess up. Like, I guess you could, but, like, it's really hard. <laughs> We were at this uh, pizza place, it was kind of out of the way, called Stadium Pizza. And we were, were there, it's very uh, very much sports themed, like all the seats are like look like little bleachers and stuff. We ordered a pizza, and they uh, gave it, you know how they give you those little waiting numbers, you just throw them on your table, oh, it's like number four. Yeah. They gave me, uh, what was it, the Fenway Park one? Or, well, no, it was <laughs> the Garden. It was, uh, yeah, it was uh, Bruins slash Celtics, like, how did you guys know? <laughs> are you, you, are you making fun of me? 
You couldn't pronounce your R's. Yeah, like a pizza, bro. Uh, yeah. To your, your breads. <laughs> some, uh, some beers. Two beers, you, dude. <laughs> two Are you beers. Sam Adams back there? You're wearing a Dunkin' Donuts sweatshirt. Uh, I mean, I... Does that mean I'm from Boston, though? It could. <laughs> is, is Dunkin' Donuts moving to Cat Lake that way? Dunkin' Donuts is here. There's some of them. Compared to the, uh, the number we had in Seattle of zero, there is at least some here. <laughs> we have at least some here. Yes, yeah. probably because of Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. Matt Damon and Ben Affleck decided that California needed Dunkin' Donuts coffee because they were sick of, like, being hungover looking for dunks and have to finding, like, lattes. Tell me about it. There's a thing here called the coffee bean and tea leaf, which is kind of their little Dunkin' Donuts, but maybe a little more upscale. And they got a bunch of Dunkin' Donuts ass stuff. Dunkin' Donuts is like the best-ish coffee. Uh, I think I'd offend you to every viewer we've ever had. You I have, like or coffee. I have? Oh. I don't like coffee at all, so all coffee tastes like shit. But everybody I've ever talked to says Dunkin' Donuts makes terrible coffee, but it's available. Um, yeah, probably. I don't know. I don't like Starbucks is okay. If my our viewers out there who can help my main taste buzz out can tell me I'm wrong, but I I think Dunks is perfectly okay with a nice espresso shot. Maybe because most Dunkin' Donuts screw it up. I don't know, man. I, I don't know the uh, the coffee wars. I don't get it. It's like craft beer. It all tastes like shit to me. I don't understand it. I understand certain craft beers, but I think people are just getting like too like I want to say frou frou, but I mean just like too like snobby. Yeah, like with their food. It, it, or beer too. I feel Bro. like it's just like we've just evolved it so many times at this point that people are just like, yeah, I got a, I got a sour apricot, like stout. I'm like, ugh. I spent five years of my life in Seattle. I know a little thing about people being douchebags about food. <laughs> yeah, I can only uh, imagine. Like, yeah, I found a just, beer I do like though, which was shocking to me. Yeah, you don't like beer, do you? No, I don't, but I had this one, it was like called a Red Sour, I believe, it was, uh, I can't remember the name of it, but it was, uh, from Belgium, and it was very good. We, they had a total wine, because we had it at this bar, and I, I wanted to find it, to buy it, and it was like three fifty per bottle or something, like, maybe, maybe even four bucks per bottle of it, it was crazy. I'm surprised, <laughs> you had a really good area for beer, called? too. You Am got I? Stone Bastard everywhere, yeah, Stone Bastard's Stone? really good. Stone is, uh, that's San Diego. That's, uh, Bree Sister used to work there. Stuff is tasty. Yeah. I wouldn't know, but I, I they have a very nice garden area where you can sit and enjoy the area. Red Hook is also delicious. I don't know. There's a few cideries. I do like cider a lot. That's what I'm looking about fall. Maybe I'll go do that tomorrow. Go play some Bioshock tomorrow night while drinking some, uh, You mean ciders. we're making content? <laughs> I was thinking about it. I don't like horror games, so I'm going to start gentle and play fucking Bioshock 1, then move to Bioshock 2. No, people are horror watching games. 31. Yeah. Horror not my, games, eh? 
It's not my cup of tea, but I think it'd be funny for you guys to watch me. Bioshock is not a scary game. No, I heard it's got a bunch of jump shit. Eh, a few, but it's it's more claustrophobic than scary. It's just very, uh, very, you know, very narrow and kind of grungy. Like Speaking that. of horror games, have you played a game called Tormented Souls that recently came out on the Steam platform? I have not. Have you been? Pl- I've, have you been playing it? I have been playing it. Are you liking it? I do like it. Nice. Tell us it's about being, it. It's being referred to as a Resident Evil clone, but it's straight up a Silent Hill clone. It wants to be Silent Hill so fucking bad, which is not a bad thing because you know they're not making Silent Hill anymore. Somebody's gotta. Right. But it has like it has the whole Silent Hill two, uh, Silent Hill one even thing where you kind of switch between the real world and like the the I don't like the nether I guess maybe yeah like the there's a word for it I forget but the you know everything you go to a different version of the world where everything's like fucking rusty and dilapidated and like you know that kind of thing it has that whole thing in there you're in a hospital (laughs) this looks creepy as fuck yeah it's janky as shit you can tell it's low budget like like a flighty I can't even think of the word I'm fucking tired I got a new company, a fledgling company. Mm-hmm. So it's only like have, twenty dollars. That's not bad. Yeah, was it fifteen, twenty bucks? I don't remember. It was cheap. Yeah, so it's twenty, which is kind of yeah. crazy because the graphics look really good for a twenty dollars game. I got a chuckle because when you start the game, uh, there's a little instruction book, a little piece of paper you pick up, and for the ta- for the controls, it showed a picture of a tank. I, I laughed at that. That's funny. <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, it has the whole tank controls. It has. Uh, it's it's plays like Silent Hill. It has the same thing. You have a nail gun instead of a pistol, which is kind of funny. And Tori was telling me that there's a dodge mechanic in it that I did not know was there at all. But apparently, if that if a monster is like attacking you, you can hit a button and you'll do like a, a back hop, which makes a lot of sense because I was playing the game and it was, it's so rigid where you, if you're shooting at something, you just have to hope you kill them before they hit come up. They reach you because then they'll just hit you because you have no mobility really. But uh, yeah, hopefully. You just tell the truth about that because I gotta give that a shot. If you buy a physical copy, it comes with a sun and moon uh, coin, which is kind of cool. Physical copy? Well, for yeah. a console? Uh, for the Nintendo Switch and the PS5. I it's think on the Switch? Be... Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And PS4, See, actually. It seems a little, uh, little too nice looking for a Switch to handle, but what do I know? They did The Witcher at this point. Like, The Witcher looked okay. No, it looked really bad. <laughs> He looked really bad. I thought it looked okay for being a Switch port. Halo 3 looks pretty fucking bad. And that game is, what, 11 years old now? Halo 3? Uh, Diablo 3. Oh, Diablo 3. Yeah, Diablo 3 doesn't... It looks worse than the PS3 version of that game. Ooh, yeah, this does kind of look kind of gross. I would imagine. Which which game are we talking about? Uh, Witcher on the Switch. Oh, it looks awful. If you want to see a really bad game on the Switch, look up Xenoblade 2 on handheld mode. I think it's like 340p or some ridiculous resolution they made up. It looks really bad. What? Yeah, and that's a first party game. That looks like... That looks like if your cell phone... Like, doesn't do you know how, like, if you take a picture really quick and it doesn't focus? Yeah, <laughs> that's what it looks like. 
<laughs> but yeah, Torment of Souls, uh, it's Sound Hill. You're in a hospital. You play as a, uh, a a woman who is it's Canada, which makes it funny. That's kind of cool. Not yeah. enough Canadian games. She says sorry, which I got a chuckle out of. That, that's awesome. She said the thing. She, she said, said it. She said sorry. Do it again. Is there a sorry button? Because if there is, I'll go buy it right now. <laughs> the story so far is uh, starts off with she gets a letter in the mail that tells her to go to this creepy ass hospital. So she's like, yeah, I'll go to this creepy ass hospital. And you go outside of it, you get your ass knocked out and you wake up with your eyeball missing. So that was fun. <laughs> I was going to ask you, like, so is that like, why does she have an eye patch? Oh yeah, her eye is just gone. Do you find it? I don't know. I played like two, three hours of the game. I'm not incredibly far. Her is only about eight hours long, which is, is about it? the right length for one of those games. Yeah, it doesn't like really overstate its nature of the game. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I wish every game was eight hours, to be honest with you. Anything longer than that, I just kind of lose interest. Like, so many RPGs come out, and I, I'm like fucking dreading it. There's so many. Scarlet Nexus dropped on Game Pass, which is great. Uh, Tales of Rise came out. That new Square X Square employee game came out in, on Game Pass that I didn't even hear of until I oh, saw it on the, Game Pass. Um, I forget the uh, name of it. Yeah, Unsighted. Not Unsighted. That game looks dope as hell, though. Oh yeah, Unsighted is a game that came out. It looks really good. I, I got that. Scarlet uh, Nexus. Yeah, Scarlet Nexus is dope. Uh, Astra Ascending is the name of it. Yes. From the that looks of it, cool. it's just a cover alone. It looks like it's one of those Kemco like mobile RPGs that were made in RPG Maker. But uh, no, it's actually done by a bunch of X Square people, and it looks really good. I have not played it, so maybe by next podcast I'll have some experience in that game. Talk about it a little bit. Uh, Let's see, I got that Mighty Goose game off Game Pass, which is pretty much uh, if you cross Duck Game with Metal Slug. There's even a, uh, a honk button. Speaking of games that don't overstay their welcome, uh, Flynn, Son of Crimson, was like, I think it was like 10 hours. I think I finished it. I played it in like over a span of a week, and I enjoyed the fuck out of it. It's just really, it's a cute game. Like, simple story, like, world's in peril. You're on an adventure with your dog got like i think four areas that are broken up into like 10 levels with some really it's just the platforming is just fun the controls are tight and like the boss battles are interesting and it was like one of those games I'm like oh okay yeah that was the end and i wish there was more but like leaves stuff open for the dlc but like it has a the gameplay is each level is broken up to like you've got your mini map and once you complete and the levels are action based so you get through like each respective screen and then you have a um like a a sanctuary at the end of it and that gets you to the like opens up the next level and in the, in the level there's like hidden gems and shit you can find and it kind of feels like castlevania meets like zelda with some cool air combos and stuff um it's, it's really cool um an action rpg i would say so like do you, do you level up and stuff um you have gems and they're your currency and every time you die you lose like 10 percent of your currency similar to shovel knight and then when you go back to town you've got like a skill tree that you can buy that like um so it's an action and an action adventure game yeah action adventure okay 
It's a 2D pixel art. Pixel art platformer. Like, I was going to say, like, it reminds me of Maple Story, but it doesn't do linear. it justice. Super linear. Like, okay. um, so it's not have... like, a, like a Castlevania Metroid style game. No, it's like you. I would almost compare it to like a platformer in the sense that's how the levels are based off of, but then you have like six levels and then a boss. So it's Sonic. Yeah, but <laughs> with a sword, and you can transform into like a demon, and you can use a dog to kill stuff. I miss linear 2D action games. It's... Everything has to be a fucking like Metroid game now. It's ridiculous. It feels so good. Like you don't have to go back and beat it once. It's like you finish the game. Like there's some replay value if you're like a completionist and you want to go back and find like every um, artifact because they like hide like a a, bro a broken wall or an extra puzzle. Like if you just want to fucking fly through the game, you can. Like if you just want to go and each um, treasure you find gives you like a thousand gems that will help you level, but. There's like these trials, and I found one that if you did it three times, you could level up the entire skill tree because I'm broken that way. Um, but like, you don't need to find the treasures or anything like that. You can just kind of play it through, and like, it would I would almost compare it to like the hidden stuff is almost like if you found the um, some of the P blocks and stuff like in Mario World, like they kind of help you, but it doesn't make the game unaccessible if you don't get, like, the blue or the red block. Right, right. But Just it was super satisfying. Yeah, exactly. It didn't punish you for finding it, but it was also one of those games that once you beat the game, just this isn't, like, a spoiler or anything like that, but once you complete it, um, sometimes if you beat the game, it'll send you back to town or whatever, but your save is, like, right outside the last boss. So no new game plus or anything like that. It's just, like... Here's the boss again. If you like want to Cyberpunk? beat the shit out of him. Yeah, Cyberpunk does that too, huh? Yeah, it brings you right outside that tower. Yep. So did, um... Oh, what, what is the other game that does that? Uh, um... Dying Light, I think, did that. Never finished that game. But it's coming out to Switch! <laughs> God. The first one? Or the second one? Both of them, I'm pretty sure. But yeah, Crimson, um, that game's like up there. Flynn, I, for like, Crimson <sighs> of something? I can't remember the whole title. Flynn, Son of Crimson? Alright. That's one of those games that I picked up when I was browsing GOG. And I just, this game looks cool through my card yep. and I've not even installed it yet. I bought that, I played that when I meant to like be Eastward and I haven't played it. I played like more, I played like two hours of Eastward, which is another game I enjoying, but like that game just took over. I, I just couldn't put it down, and then I beat it. I was like, oh, cool. It was yeah, a really good experience. Um, fl flick. Eastward, I can't talk enough about that game. fantastic, also. How far did you get into it? Um, the first 10, 15 minutes of it, I've not loaded it back up yet. I played the first two hours. So I did the <laughs> intro mission where you, like, find out the story about, like, you know, the main character and you're the like keeper of this girl and you guys are in this mining town post apocalypse and you have to do like the stereotypical um go clear out the mine over there and your weapon is a frying pan, which is awesome. And what is this? Tangled? 
I know. It's really cool, though. Like, you clear out the mine, and the action is really good. The story's cool, and it actually has an RPG built into it. Like, I know you, you're only 10 minutes in, but it actually has a turn-based RPG built into it that you can play through, which I thought was, like, really cute. That's separate from the main game? Like, yeah. you log into, like, an Xbox or something? You log into a, um, a Super Nintendo outside the shop. And oh, you have to buy okay. a memory card for your companion so she can play with her friends and you can like, and it's a turn-based RPG inside the game that's like Game Boy Advance gra- or Game Boy Color or no, Game Boy, Game Boy, Game Boy graphics, like regular black and white. Nice. It's a very endearing and like, I think they call it like Earth, almost close to Earth on like Starbound or something like that. <laughs> I heard there is a... Uh... A gay stereotype character that is offensive, and I was oh. hoping that was not true, but is it? Oh, I haven't seen him yet. Okay, yeah. Apparently the game was made in Shanghai. I can't say, uh, even in China standards, Shanghai is a little uh, on the, you know, not the most nice people. <laughs> yeah, it's the same with, um, unfortunately, uh, Japan. Also, um, in the pro yeah. wrestling scene, they have stereotypical um homosexual characters over there and it's very unfortunate and the way that they try to spin it is like no by mocking it it makes it okay i'm like no by mocking it makes it mockery <laughs> right it's like uh i was playing the game dragon quest 11 and it's this character who is like he's supposed to be their version of spanish uh, like a spaniard and he's oh, like flamboyantly gay oh like, god like really really flamboyantly gay and i was playing it and cory was sitting next to me cory being our uh our estranged other member of this podcast yes and he's also a what you call a homosexual male and he looked at me and says this is offensive <laughs> yeah it kind of is isn't it yeah it, it's <laughs> sometimes they're kind of off the beaten path when it comes to that stuff so i haven't gotten to that character yet. i hope not because that game is really cool yeah it's just unfortunate people are still doing that shit it's 2021 like come on yeah. you say that but fucking i don't want to get into politics but holy shit it never ends no it, it really doesn't it, it's just one of those things that it's like we've gotten so far along when it comes to like we got games like um life is strange and um, like even the way that the last of us partakes same-sex um relationships and like the way our media has and then all of a sudden it's just like you have companies who are just like so far off you're just like just don't try if you're not gonna be able to hit it it's like just don't do it yeah the pandering is not great either no it has to be genuine it has to be it just oh it's it's uh what is it a gay pride month so we're gonna have a special event people can it's like people can see through it at this point it's like it's not even endearing at it's like i don't know like you said you have to make it the ellie storyline was fantastic just because it's a it's a good love story like it works i thought so good love story oh no it doesn't it doesn't end well but it's a and depending on if you really break down that relationship she's very control the her girlfriend is very controlling and that's a whole nother social economic of how a safe sex couple deals with the apocalypse and a very angry significant other but 
there was some uh a little off topic here but there was some kind of last of us news did you hear what it was um yeah there was the first scene of the tv show um they showed yeah it's really cool though if anyone hasn't i'll go post it in the chat but it's a picture of um joel and ellie staring at a crash site and it looks exactly like the way you'd want like the two characters was it ellie or was it uh Tess. It looks like Tess. I, I think it's Ellie, everyone's saying. Cause, okay. It looks because I think like it was Tess. Ellie who posted it. Um, speaking of The Last of Us, though, while we're here, do you think they'll hit the third one? Will you think we'll go back with the way it ended in part two? Do you think they just go a completely different direction? Will they do it a three? I'm assuming so. If they I do. Don't they, I don't see where they can go with it. The only thing I could see is if she was going, if like, spoiler alert, we'll let you, if you haven't beaten The Last of Us, we'll let you go in five, four, three, two, one. That was your chance. Um, if the direction I was thinking after finishing the game was like, she goes back and finds um, Joel's um, like brother. What's his name? Tommy. Tommy. No, like anybody else's name that I think Rick. that's the I think that's the only like I could see it going that way because like with her walking out on her like you could try to go find her but in the same sense like I liked it ending that sad like I don't need her to go find the baby and her you know what I mean like it would be cool to see where she goes for Tommy but I'd yeah, like to I'll see someone Tommy. else's story I'd like to see someone else's story at this point yeah like you wrapped it up like there's no more revenge story path like what's she gonna be like yo Tommy I killed her she was fucking hanging up over in the cross over there similar to another girl I thought oh man was that weird I'd probably be more interested in not having Ellie at all but it going on mm-hmm. with the other the other people see what they do see if they uh, make it where they wanted to go yeah oh who um the two girl the if they made it the um, main Abby. character, Abby. Yeah. yeah, I liked Abby at the end. Yeah, except she was really dumb. <laughs> yeah, they're all fucking dumb. <laughs> hey guys, it's. I, th- I think she chose like if you go look at the notebook, it was like Sergeant Sketchy was the way it said like on the notebook. Hey guys, I know I just showed up in town and there's a bunch of notebooks saying don't get killed by the scorpions, but I'm just gonna tell you where our locations. <laughs> Whack. <laughs> Like deserved it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I laughed harder than I should have when that 12-year-old got punched in the face. I'm gonna... <laughs> like, I shouldn't have been laughing at that part, but it was just like, bam, thunk. <laughs> it was so satisfying. Did that game ever get a PS5 patch? I think so. That's a game I'd probably reload up and play through it a bit. I was thinking about doing that again. There was some game I was going to download on the PS5 and play through again. Oh, I wanted to finish Final Fantasy VII because I never actually did. I went back to play Crisis Core and I don't even remember the fuck we left off in that game, but it, I don't know if I should go back and finish Crisis Core like I was planning to and finish that, that Let's Play segment or whatever the fuck you want to call it. That we I remember where we are. We should do that. That was fun. Yeah. Or should, should I just play Final Fantasy VII and say, yep, that was that. And I say... I mean... I'm pretty sure I have plenty of time before part two comes out. <laughs> it's not exactly a rush. I, it just hasn't been spooled for me yet. I'd like to I, see it play out before Crisis that Core? No. 
Seven. I, I beat Crisis Core fucking when that game was new. I don't remember a goddamn thing about it. I don't either. And I'm, I think me and you stops at similar points on Final Fantasy VII. Like I just haven't left Midgar yet, and I'd like to play through that again too before spoilers. You don't. Me. You don't leave Midgar. I don't think. I, I think first... what you do is you leave Midgar and it ends. I'm I mean, I did the sure. first mission. I did the first avalanche mission. I'm I'm at the Wall Market. Oh, sick! Yeah, I didn't even so make I it that far. I'm, I'm just about to do the cross crossing uh, quest. I'd like to see. Which how I that hear game is goes. very tasteful. Hey, it's only been like 20 years. You could hit that. Okay, I still thought that. I thought that scene was hilarious. I thought it was funny back in the day too. I'll smash him. Come over here, lover I'll boy. Rip him off. <laughs> Poor Cloud. Yeah. Or, Lucky Cloud. Ooh. Am I right? Oh. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I know Jesse's gonna die. It's gonna make me sad. I know. Or maybe they changed. That could have been something they changed. Could be. They changed enough. Why are there ghosts in it? Like. Oh no! Like, it's, it's one of those ghost storms that we have every few days. It could be that um, Jesse might survive this. Like, there's no guarantee that she's dies. I, mean, I assume they won't make it, but no. What's just the uh, Let's say I'm optimistic. Set ourselves up for some disappointment. What else? That um, game came out a year ago. A year yeah. Ago. that crazy? It made sense. I bought it around the same time Evie was going to be born, and then I was like, I'm going to have time for video games. <laughs> it came out just before Last of Us 2 did, and I was playing that game, and The Last of Us 2 came out. I played through Last of Us 2, and it just didn't go back to 7. I... I didn't play through The Last of Us 2 because I was like, I don't want to play this right now. I played 7 for a bit, and then I just started playing that shark game, Maneater, and then right. never went back to 7. That was a fun little ride, wasn't it? Mm. That was a cute little game. Yeah, I enjoyed that. No, I'm talking about the uh, like dude on Twitter who got outed. Oh, I'm even, yeah. Shit. That game was just as long <laughs> as their... Uh, creator being head of the company like hey guys come join me at pax oh by the way i support abortions oh no i'm not the president no, no. he support he supports banning abortion yeah oh by the way i'm not president of my company anymore i believe in separation of church and state but god said you can't kill babies hey guys i'm at pax east i'm gonna i'm gonna release one of the worst tweets that could go we're looking for was great people to join. Like, Pax West. Pax West. It was Pax West. Good. Yeah. I mean, both places are pretty liberal, <laughs> but Seattle's way more liberal than Boston is. Hey, guys. I'm a monster. Want to join our company? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> idiot. The same week that Salesforce is talking about letting their... Uh, letting people move out of the state to help with reproduction rights, this guy's going, you know what? I'm going to go the other end of the spectrum. Fuck it. Unconstitutional laws. Fuck that. I'm all Grr. about it. I'm kind of favorite. ironic. Kind of ironic from a guy who owns a game company called Killing Floor. I know, right? I don't know. Is he, is, was he the one that had the metal band? What? what? I don't know. I hope he had, not. Like, he had like a Christian metal band or something. Oh, no. I, th I think that he's the dude. Oh, he all, no. He all kind of run together after you like see so much of this controversy shit, but I'm pretty sure he had... He was like the singer of a, like a metal band or something. It was a Christian metal band, and the lyrics were like, you know, things about like that, like 
God is right and you can't have abortions. I believe in him and all this shit. So believe what you want. But yeah, no, just don't make don't don't be a public facing company and start saying stupid shit. Right, guys, our next song. Hey, first off, no, don't believe what you want. Stop being an asshole. <laughs> that's my that's yeah. That's my plea to you people. Our next song is called Baptism. Yeah, in fire? No, in the of oh, Jesus. Oh god damn it. <laughs> The song is called God's committing some <laughs> sins, boy. Th this this, uh, this song is called Missed Football on Sunday. <laughs> hey man, this... I watched two football games. Both both teams in my area won. <laughs> this it game is called Don't Steal from the Offering Plate. <laughs> <laughs> Don't steal from the offering plate because you're a dick. That's the song. <laughs> is it bad? The most thing the, the most I know about church is all from The Simpsons. Yeah, it's, it's good that you know something at all. I got kicked out of church. You could have said, like, all you know is, like, from Jesus on South Park. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I used to go to a Catholic school, which was a bad idea. They didn't like that, and they kicked me out of it. <laughs> you went to Catholic school? I went to St. Mary's. I thought, oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't a long-lived career. No, I didn't think so. I'm like, I remember you going there for a little while, but it wasn't yeah, very long. Great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I know you didn't fucking graduate from there. They asked me not to return for my anti-religious beliefs. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to go. That was uh, my idea. I just liked playing off the wall at that church because that had an awesome school wall. Like to go play, like that wall was so fantastic. Last time I was in Quincy, it was no longer a uh, school. No, it's not a church anymore. It's apartments. Is it? Yeah. My aunt I think the church is still there. But the church is. School. Yeah. They just converted it to else. apartments. Makes sense. Kind of cool. And creepy. Yeah. That's what Quincy is. It's all buildings that were converted into apartments. Like all A lot of them, like the one that was by the gas station at the end of Ferris Brook, the, the big... Uh, brick building that, that used to be a school. The one by North Quincy that used to be a school, and that's a bunch of apartment buildings now. That's just what Quincy is. It's converted yep. all these old schools into apartment buildings. That place is haunted. Charge fucking 2.5k a month for a fucking old goddamn classroom. What? Really? To go to that school? Dude, did you see? I don't know. I know we're going to rant about people don't give a shit about Quincy, Massachusetts, but the entirety of like Quincy Center was demolished, and they built a bunch of apartment buildings. So you have this crowded ass area in Quincy that is now all apartment buildings that are like 2.5k for like a one bedroom, and the traffic is out of the fucking world. How bad oh, it is! No. And then kind of they they, they tote like the red line being there is a perk. But I don't know if you ever took the red line from Quincy, but it fucking sucks, and it yes never on time. Never. So I don't I don't I don't get that city. Don't move to Quincy, Massachusetts, is what I, no. I have to say to you, fine people. Unless, and if anyone wants a hundred thousand dollar, hundred two hundred thousand dollar house ish, Maine's pretty good. Hundred twenty five, hundred two hundred ish. House House of Quincy, like a single family, is going to be six hundred plus. That's like two hundred thousand normal in Maine. I remember one of our friends wanted to go look for a house. I mean, like, what's your uh, um, price range? He's like, oh, I got like five hundred thousand, and I showed him one with like a fucking cape, and it had like waterfront property attached to it. Oh, is that that mansion? Yeah. Oh, dude, that was that was a nasty ass mansion. 
There's a lot of cool houses up here. It's like the mortgage is cheaper than my apartment. It's crazy, dude. <laughs> you have to live in Maine, but you know, you got Amazon you to... Prime up there, right? Oh yeah, we got Prime and we have um, a oh, lot of work from home jobs. Like, internet's pretty fast because like you can get high speed internet. I got Spectrum and it sucks. They, they don't have the data cap, which is nice. And I have the fiber. Not the fiber, but the uh, gigabit. But I get so many downs, uh, downtimes. Sucks. We do like once playing. in a while, but... Yeah, apparently it's just... It's uh, all... Uh, what's the word? Uh, traffic. It just gets too loaded up at some points where it just crashes, and that sucks ass. Is it during, like, usually, like, peak hours? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It is what it is. I'd rather have uh, fiber. AT&T offers it in the area, but not my particular area like my neighborhood which sucks ass but what can you do nothing yeah pretty much move <laughs> moving for internet would be a hilarious scenario anyway remember video games yeah video games um <laughs> what did you just talk about fucking quincy massachusetts again <laughs> Speaking of State of Decay 2, no, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Remember Quincy in Fallout 4? It was just like a, a toxic waste zone. It's like, yeah, it's it about like, right. I think it was the quarries in a shed. Yeah, it was like the shack with the squids. Like, I can't find yeah. my parents. It, it was the Quincy quarries in like a fucking shack in the woods. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I, I'm like, we had John Quincy Adams. They could have done fucking anything, but instead we got like the dilapidated quarries. It had a really weird, uh, I mean, it was Fallout 3, which makes sense with the whole uh, Washington, D.C. motive, but there was a lot of precedence from Quincy, Massachusetts. They could have done something with. Yeah, they could have done anything. Uh, when, Quincy. When's, when's Fallout going to be based on Baltimore? I want to see that I, one. Now that they've added NPCs to um, new, uh, to whatever that Fallout is, I thought like I enjoyed it. Um, Where does that game take place? It takes place in West Virginia. Oh, okay. Did they use the John Dever song? Yes. Of course they did. Um, it's fun though. I don't know. It's it's like it's they added the pe the people to it. The storyline doesn't really matter, but like when I first played it a few years ago, the world just felt super fucking empty. And then they added people to it and Fallout seventy six. And it's just like decent it's like you can go in fuck around for a while explore build like yourself a base with turrets and stuff so people won't fuck with you and you already lost me it doesn't <laughs> like it, it doesn't require micromanagement too much i saw that in four i was like they're adding in shitty mods for Fallout three what the fuck is this four was bad four sucked it was a bad game like i'm not a big I fan of any of the Fallout games but Three was it was fun for what it was. Four man, that game sucked. I played it. I owned three copies of it just because I needed. Because I'm a sucker for that game, but I'll admit that like the storyline and like as long as you avoid the build, like if you just go play the game for what it is, and just go explore Boston, uh, Massachusetts, it's okay. But it's like any type of the building aspect of it or putting the colonies together was stupid. But like you. Once you could build a decent were um added mods to that game and getting the workbench where you could get unlimited ammo what changed the game because the DLC was decent. Like the um the one in main was fun. 
Um, the theme park was cool because you have the option just to kill everyone. It's just like, oh man, you could go save the prisoners or you could just go murder everyone. I'm like, I with that option. I killed everyone. You're a monster. Well, I didn't kill the slaves, obviously. Like, you just... It, it's like, you you have the option, like, stealth in and go do a bunch of stuff, or you could just go up to the owners themselves and kill them. But the second you do, the, do that, like, the entire place rushes you, except for um, the slave NPCs. And then you kill each of the main bosses, and she's like, well, I guess you did it. <laughs> We're safe now. <laughs> Is that, that... That must be free on Game Pass now. Fallout... Yeah. Maybe I'll boot it up and see what it's all about. Can't beat free. Mm -mm. It's the reason I'm playing Avengers. Ah, fuck that game. It sucks. Yeah. It has Scarlet Nexus off... installed too. Scarlet Nexus is a much better game than fucking Avengers. <laughs> I can tell you that much. I can tell you that much, my friend. As much as I love Namco's anime fucking unoriginal but fun-ass games. But for five dollars, I can buy the Kamala Khan um, starter pack. Shut up! It's right here. Shut up! But it's five. It's only five dollars. Or I could buy Kate Bishop's heroic starter pack. And it I, comes. I was playing that Avengers game. Uh, uh, you start off with Kamala Khan. You work your way towards uh, like the crashed ship. You find Hulk, and all that is fine. And then once you leave that area, it becomes the most fucking generic open world action game that is so fucking boring. I was yeah. offended and how how quickly that turned to a shit game. Like, oh, I see what everybody's talking about now. At <laughs> first, I was like, oh, this game's cool. What's everybody talking about? It's, it's pretty cool. It has some stuff going for it. And then, nope. I like shitty, grindy games like that. It's the same I like reason I own. Um, I'm like, I think one of the only people who bought that Titanfall game. Not Titanfall. Um, Inquest? No, the epic looter oh, shooter. Uh, yeah. Godfall. Godfall. Godfall and the other one that came out too. Yeah, I have. I think I might be one of the only people who owns Godfall. What's that other? The one that was on Game Pass. What was that one called? Um, I just don't like Gearbox Studios, so I I, I can give a fuck about anything they release. Yeah, Godfall, Borderlands, whatever. I don't shit. I just uninstalled Borderlands because I thought I'd go back to it, but that's just not going to happen. It's 125 gigs. I bought it because Bree likes. Borderlands. So I got both of us uh, Borderlands 3, and I think we played it for about an hour. Never went back to it. Which I'm kind of shocked. Thought you'd be all about it, but uh, it happened. We all, like, you played it longer than the rest of with she did. Me and Conine um, went and played the, all the DLCs. Well, we were playing with one friend who insisted that we don't go further, and then he played it by himself and went further and said, fuck you guys, I'm going to play it this way anyway. What was and it, like tw 25 him. levels? Is that like... Something it? stupid. Yeah, yeah. Fuck him. And then he took one of the characters that we all wanted and then insisted that he didn't... <laughs> God damn it. So what we're saying is this one friend is the reason that none of us played it again. Thanks, one friend. Mm-hmm. Not Mike, not Tori, right, not Bree. <laughs> Do we need more friends? Especially you, Ayler. <laughs> I don't want to say his name. I was gonna. I was gonna do the Central <laughs> L Simpson. That's who I was. ass. He def knows who he is. Definitely not Ayler. 
No, nope. definitely not Ailer. Okay. <laughs> not Ailer. Not at all. Uh, <laughs> that joke's funny to like me and you. <laughs> what else do we have going on? Uh, Siege. Siege. They, they had Yeehaw. No, we played with me. I played like three rounds of Yeehaw and everybody was fucking tapped out. That, that mode was great. Season pass is fun. Enjoying great. that again. The Yeehaw mode, if anybody's uh, unfamiliar, is a arcade mode in that game where you have three people playing the bandits and three people playing the police. And the police have to raid their little shack that is a maybe like 20 foot by 20 foot shack and hold it or kill the other three people and you're using uh old tiny guns from like the turn of the century so you got these like you know uh what do you call those things the like the springfield yeah gun the smith and weston fucking standard rifle like bolt action yeah or like a six shooter and you all have like little cowboy outfits it's adorable and i love that mode the only one that's better than that mode is the clink clink mode where you have to go into the building and uh it's the whole it's like a three level building it's one of the, the maps but they changed it for the for this mode where everything is wooden floors so you can blow the floors up and people can fall you can drop you're supposed to open up three safes and uh you know one team's supposed to stop you from opening the safes out team's trying to do it and you clink the safes open so that's why it's called clink clink that is the best mode but the yeehaw was right behind it it's the and best I, mode because you could kill people with safes underneath. Yeah, like, you like could, a Wile E. Coyote like, cartoon. So, it like if anyone had watched like the old school episodes of um, oh, what was that show? The one that show uh, that proved MythBusters when they proved that you couldn't shoot through the floor. This one is like fuck it, you could shoot through the floors and the safes gonna fall. So like a safe from the top floor could fall on the people underneath it and they would die. And it was the most satisfying thing when someone was just like end around with a safe falling on someone's head, like exactly like Tom said, Wiley Coyote. But you're just like, oh, I wonder if they're underneath me, and you're just like, oh shit. <laughs> Or have people fall on top of you because they're upstairs and they'll shoot them like they'll just fall through the floor too. <laughs> I'm then bringing back the uh, Yeehaw mode has has me with reasonable amount of faith that they'll bring back the clink mode and that's gonna be no you guys better not ditch me if that game comes back no i'll fuck it up i just didn't like i don't know i i suck with that type of aiming and that's the reason i didn't wasn't good at yeehaw but i like oh, man to play yeehaw you need to just pull six shooter and don't even God, aim outside. Was, just kind of run and shoot it it was so frustrating best, really <laughs> it's it's wonderful that was there lasted like a week and a half, two weeks. It was mm. very short. It was like they've been they're notorious for um short fucking um arcade modes. Yeah. Like before that it was that alien mode where you had to go inside the what is that? The, the embassy building, whatever it was, and you have to get the eggs and the other team are, are uh, mutant alien things. That was weird too. I didn't like that at all. <laughs> It was okay. It was just kind of very, uh, very favored towards the alien dudes. They can take a hundred fucking shots. Yeah, I wasn't fucking shots. This is uh, this is my Boston coming out with my random insertion of swearing. Wasn't a big fan. It was it was okay. It just felt tedious after a while. I can play a round or two, and then I got kind of sick of it. Whereas you know, Clank, that's the only mode I want to play that night. It is what it is. It is. I agree. Um, Let's see. I got a. Uh, despite my fuck Activision Blizzard uh, rallying, 
I decided to uh, load up my previously purchased Diablo 3. Oh, nice. For... I played it on the Switch emulator on my PC because I was, I was just very curious on how the uh, controller worked with it. Because I, I was playing Titan Quest on the Switch, and that game was not well optimized for the Switch at all. It's very no. clunky to play. I do not recommend playing that game on a console. It is not very good. The PC version, perfectly fine. But uh, the Diablo game, I think the Diablo is better on the console than it is on the PC. If I am, if I have the audacity to say such a thing. I kind of got pissed that they never released the, like, Blizzard was really far up their ass, and they said that they would never release the control um, for the console um, for the PC. And I always thought that was just a, like, super silly thing because the control scheme seemed like it would work that game like especially for having the demon hunter class it's or yeah the demon hunter class seems like it'd be perfect for a controller and it just bumped me out that they never added it that's who Bree's playing as she's a demon hunter and i was playing as a sorceress i played it single player as the uh necromancer mm, and then i played fun. it with her co-op as the uh, sorceress and she just shoots a beam of death it becomes like a twin stick shooter at that point i am 600 in the east coast right now for hardcore this season and then i just stopped oh i can give a shit about that i do because i fucking i'm the man <laughs> if you say so fucking so like, good at diablo does, what does blizzard have to do to make me okay with giving them money again mm, make a good game no fuck that oh i mean they should make good games if they're gonna make games at all but after what they've done even before the sexual assault uh, harassment cases, it was the fucking China sucking. Yeah, that that got me fucking. That was that's when I swore them off. I uninstalled Overwatch that day. <laughs> fucking uh, banning over Hearthstone players for saying support China. Support Hong Kong. Hong Kong. Ooh. You see, China has the money. China has they, the money. They don't, want, they don't want China mad at them. No, neither did the NBA. Yeah, they fucked the NBA. <laughs> Dude, fuck them. Chinese people love the NBA, but nevertheless, come on. Yeah. And then, yeah, this is a political podcast all of a sudden. Political video games. Uh, let's see. Quincy, Massachusetts. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? It's a video game. <laughs> so I was saying, like, it, they're very good at making Diablo. Yeah. And Diablo 4 is a game I'd want to play, but I'm not going to buy it. But what would be the, the, like, the scenario in which I'd be okay with buying it? I do not know president like stepping they, down they, i think most of them are already gone like brat or what the fuck his name is that stupid doofus with the ponytail he's gone would uh, be the bad then. guy is gone i mean people oh. are gone but it's just like activision is such a shitty company that it, i want activision i want blizzard just to be by themselves again they never really were by themselves before this no. they're owned by um valvendi whatever that Vivendi. french company is yeah and then they were sold off to activision what like 20 10 20 like 2008 yeah. something like that something silly yeah i, I just don't think their vision match. oh no i mean activision is a terrible company mm -hmm. uh, that dude's indicted so i don't know maybe he steps down and they change but fucking you know, it's a billion dollar company public company i doubt they're gonna change much who knows maybe i'll just step down from diablo 4 and move on with my life i'm kind of sketched can... out by what i've heard for diablo 4 right now because it's gonna be like uh, there's gonna be like an online meeting area, almost like a MMO style, like um, 
like Destiny, like when uh, a centralized hub where people can meet. And I've always enjoyed partying with people in Diablo because you could just like group up with people. But I don't know if I'm gonna be. Like, I don't want to compete with people. Like if I'm in my own instance, I don't want to compete with people over loot and shit like that or quest items. Like I just if they're all in a centralized hub and we can see each other. But, like, I don't run into people on the field. I'll be fine with it. But I don't want an MMO Diablo, like, at all. Thinking about it, Bungie left Activision. Yep. If Bungie, with their one game, could leave Activision, I wonder if Blizzard can. It'd be interesting to see. I'd, I'd like to see them by themselves. That was weird as fuck seeing um, Destiny 2 on the launch on my Blizzard launcher. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, Call of Duty, and they lost one of my Call of Duty keys. I I won our Black Ops 3, 4, the one that wasn't uh, no, it was the one that had like the, like superpowers and shit. That was Black Ops 3, right? Yeah, that's just off my account. It's gone. <laughs> what? Yeah, <laughs> this vanished. And it was something to do with one of the merged accounts with like Call, like the, oh, Call yeah. of Duty account or something. And it was there for a while, then it wasn't anymore. And then I got uh, Modern Warfare, the remake one. And uh, that was there. I almost lost my Diablo, uh, not my Diablo, my Destiny character, because I kept getting emails like, we're, we're merging servers. And I'm like, yeah, fuck you guys. And then it was like, I had 12 hours to beat the clock. I was like, oh fuck, I actually need to do this. Because I don't want to beat the game again. <laughs> Just for the people out there who are saying, wait a second, didn't you say you stopped buying Blizzard? I stopped buying uh, playing Blizzard games. I was playing Call of Duty because I'm a shill. And then I decided to cut off Activision as well. So just before you call me out, I'm aware. I'm aware of the hypocrisy. It's, it's been solved. No more Call of Duty for this guy. Just to get that out of the way, alright? I don't want these people on my Twitter shouting at me, okay? No, I don't... I don't think... <laughs> Uh, you, you're like an all-or-nothing person, though. When you told us, like, fuck off Blizzard, like, you stopped playing Overwatch with me, and you've been making fun of me for months. And, like, the same thing, and I, by the way, people, I know you're gonna be like, well, Brett, you said you were playing Overwatch, and I'm like, it, episode two or three. I'm still clean, okay? I'm saying this was back then. But you're one of those people who does write that shit off. Like, you said you weren't gonna eat meat again, and you don't eat fucking meat when I know people who are just, like, smell ribs one day and they're like oh man i need to jump on that like you're you're committed to your drunk you're committed to your things that you hate <laughs> yeah <laughs> like people only have so much so many morals to live by you gotta stick to them <laughs> when you don't like something and you figure out the reason you don't like something they don't get back on your list What the fuck does Activision even do? There is that, that subpar Tony Hawk remake everybody's fucking obsessed with. Like, it's just fucking Tony Hawk again. It's the same fucking game. It's good. Added, it... fuck, added fucking manuals to Tony Hawk 1. Whoa. <laughs> fuck you, Tom. It's my game of the year. Stupid. <laughs> you guys I... live in the fucking 90s. I, I mean, I say that as a guy who fucking just got a goddamn Super Nintendo and played through the entirety of Yoshi's Island. That doesn't count. You and... <laughs> You enjoy you Superman. A game that's better than Yoshi's Island. Yoshi's Island, and we'll we'll talk. You give me a ska song better than Superman by Goldfinger, and I'll fucking punch you in the face. Uh, that's that Light Manifesto song. Oh god damn it! <laughs> the one they have, you know that one song. The one with the trumpets and the horns. Oh man, you're right. Uh. 
I like that song. It's pretty good. I love Sky, you know, the song with the horns and the keyboard and the hey, hey, hey. <laughs> the Aquabats. <laughs> and... I had a Freeze never heard the song Pool Party, and I was like, well, we gotta change that. Real Big Fish. Yeah, they're fine. Hey, are you on the, the train of No Doubt being a ska band? Up until um, Return of Saturn, yeah. Yeah. Return of Saturn was like a super. Um, they fired their trumpet, trumpetist. She became super pop, which oh, yeah. makes sense. Then she went off on herself and on her own and made super generic pop music. But yeah, what else? I got Tales of Arise. That game's pretty good. It's um, Tales has been had, had an issue. Uh, I can speak sometimes. It's had an interesting history, where it was. They're pretty much like the standard for JRPGs for me for a while because, you know, Square was fucking being Square. Yep. But Tales games were consistently good, except, you know, uh, Legendia, Le- Legendia, what the fuck you want to call it on the PS2 oh. was kind of shit. But that was yep. like an off one. That was like the side game because the PS2 had, uh, they had Symphonia, which was a US release for, on the GameCube, but it was Symphonia. Which is, eh, it's fine, I guess. But then they released uh, Tales of the Abyss, which is one of their better games. And then uh, after that was Vesperia on the 360 PS3. And that was like the height of the series. And then they released Graces on the Wii slash PS3. And that game was, it was okay, but the battle system was really good. It had like this weird, uh, like, point system where you do an attack and certain attacks you did have different amount of points you'd use. And you have like, between like three to eight points and it would regenerate over time or being uh, are hitting people. So it was a very interesting change to the battle system. It's a, those games you, you uh, run into an enemy, you go to the little battle screen, but it's free roaming. Oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So you have the free roaming 3d battle thing. It was cool. And, and uh, after graces, it kind of got very generic where they didn't really change much. You know, the stories are, the stories have always been super generic. Most of them are just, like retellings of Final Fantasy stories, like Tales of the Abyss is like a Final Fantasy VII knockoff, and uh, Symphonia is like a knockoff of Final Fantasy X, like the same fucking stories. Final Fantasy X was awful. I hate Final Fantasy X. It's the only Final Fantasy game I actively do not like. Nine is so goddamn good. Nine's great. Twelve is one of my favorite games ever, but ten was so fucking bad. You walked in a straight line. Yep. All all the dungeons were pushing a fucking pedestal. All the characters sucked. The battle system was just wait until the, your the character the monster was a a weakness to one of your dudes, and you hit a button to bring in another person. That was the weakness to it. It's like why even have the fucking party like that? Just have everybody out there. <laughs> but my stupid. dad, my dad, oh, who doesn't exist, means, dad. His his dream whale dad. My dream whale dad. <laughs> fucking Final Ten. God, I hate that game. But uh. Back what, why is it my dream whale dad love me? My old man. <laughs> it was a whale. <laughs> That'll get him. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. The fucking sphere grid was so fucking <laughs> so dumb. Bad. Like, Final 13 was kind of like 10, but it did everything better. And it, yeah. it had actual experience points but it also had like a kind of sphere gritty kind of thing which tales of zillia also did which was the one after uh, vesperia but it was better because you had the base levels and then you could put points into extra stats if you wanted to and you can sp- it was like this cool like uh flower web 
like spun out and you'd focus on different things. That was, yeah, Zillia did that better. But Zillia was like, the battle system was kind of generic. It wasn't as good as Grace's was. Story was whatever. Then they had a Zillia 2, which was a sequel that was like super dark for no reason. I didn't really get why that game was so weird and dark. And then it came up with uh, Zestaria and Bestaria, which were kind of like sequels, but not really, but they were super generic. And the battle system was also whatever. So those games, like in my memory, are pretty much I always forget they exist. <laughs> and, and that was like back in like 2014. That was say, came out yeah. 2015. So it's been a while since a Tales game has come out. And then Rise came out. Oh, what two weeks ago? And, I heard it's uh, really good. It is. It's really good. I played it like maybe four hours of the game, and. It has a battle screen, which I find a little disappointing because I was hoping it would be more like Star Ocean. Yep. Star Ocean 5 or uh, even Nino Kuni 2, where it doesn't change the screen. You stay in the same screen and it kind of puts up like a little barrier around. Like Fossey 15 did the same thing. And uh, it, you don't have to swap to a screen and fight people. You just fight them and you keep going. But I mean, we've been without with the transitions it's pretty quick and the uh they changed the way the combat works for some reason they mapped the two attack buttons to r1 um r2 can you remap them you can remap them it's just weird how they have them as defaults but it is it's very quick which is a nice thing and it's it's pretty much just an action yeah like a character action kind of fighting system so it's, it's it is good the story is pretty i hear it gets really good but i don't know if i trust people's opinion on jrpg stories because like none of them have a good one except for like maybe Sakodin 2. yep so best oh, rpg ever it, it's up there it's definitely up it's there. up there um yeah so i'm gonna see if it uh story ends up being something interesting so far it's all about like classism and you know people being slave by people's power and all that stuff that kind of thing they're not getting any any uh, subtle notes on this one. We're almost like out of ideas though for like RPGs in that element. So it's like it's it's good to hear that it's a well executed JRPG in 2021. Just because I feel like outside of like Persona or um, the Yakuza series, like Yakuza recently is just like the RPG series. Like there hasn't been a good 80 hour. RPG experience in a long time, so it's good uh, to hear. Eighty hours—that's <laughs> too long. <laughs> Not if you're a JRPG fan. It was like twenty-five hours was like, like a long game. <laughs> I don't have fucking eighty hours to play a goddamn video game. You crazy? Forty hours halfway through. That's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, Tales games. The Tales and games are infamous for the false ending, where you think you beat the game, and it's like, now, nah, motherfucker, you're already halfway done. <laughs> like I'm forty-five hours in. Like Lost Odyssey. Like, you play the part, and it, it feels concluded. Like, you'll think in the back of your head, like, oh, what happened to that side character you haven't seen in, like, four hours? Are they not going to resolve his issues? Well, they will. They will. It's not over yet. You kill, like, the guy who's the main, the main bad guy, but it's like, ha, 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 I was the main bad guy the entire time. You're like, no. I drank a potion, and I'm alive. It actually was my cousin. I would have joined your party now. My cousin is on the other side of the world. You're going to have to fight through his 15 friends. It's like, Jesus, why? I remember Tales of Destiny, which was a PS1 game. And you you beat that fucking game. Like, you, the, you kill the bat, the final boss. All the characters go their separate ways. You have a little epilogue where everybody's in their town. Like, you see what they do afterwards. But then you get the whole gang back together and you do another, like, 20 hours. Like, what the fuck? Send the game, man. <laughs> Just end it, please. 
Uh, that was a good game, though. I'm glad that you like the new one, because, like, everyone is saying is talking really high acclaims about that one. I'm very tolerant of JRPGs, so I, I uh, my, my strict criticism of video games kind of gets a little bit of a leeway on those. Even though like, there was this era back in like the PS3 where every JRPG became the same fucking terrible game, yep. where everything was you just had like the two character portraits with the text box, all of the menu, all this like the world maps and like areas were just little menus you'd select. It, it was the most like you'd have a hub world where you you you, you have, like a main town and you never really leave the main town. You just gonna go to a cave. You come back to the main town. You have more text box with two par uh, portraits talking, and that was every game for like six years and that, oh, that this genre what yeah like the best jrpgs of like the last generation were all in the 3ds yes. yeah crazy oh yeah like, there's oh. more yeah yeah bravely yeah. default 2 came out on epic out of nowhere it just it's a pc game now that game was really good bravely default yeah it was pretty good until you had to play it like six times why'd you have to play it six times because it was a time warp where you had to go back to the beginning of the game and play it again. You had to do it like three times. No, I never beat it. Six might be an exaggeration, but you had to replay that game like three times to beat oh, it. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, Bravely Default 2. It came out on the Switch, I want to say, about four or five months ago. And it just out of nowhere popped up on Steam. I'm not going to buy any more games on the Switch unless it's a Nintendo game because they keep doing that. I bought yeah. fucking Deus Ex Machina or Deus Ex, where the hell's. No, it's called Ex Machina. That's what the name of it was. And I bought that on the Switch, and it was sealed, and I didn't play it. Like, I'll get to it later. And then it came out of the fucking PC version. Like, oh, fuck. It, like, the way they they uh, advertised that game, it made it look, look like a uh, exclusive, like, second-party game. Like, they, Nintendo paid for this game to be on the Switch, and it's going to be a Switch game. But no. And then they did the same thing with uh, Octopath Traveler. That came out on PC later, too. Yep, it did. Now, there's all this... I mean, it's been a year and some change. Or two, I think, yeah. Final Fantasy 7 is supposed to be coming out to PC now. I'm like, no, don't do this to me. <laughs> um, oh, I know. I heard that too. I, in, in, I swear to God, if they come out um, all together before they come out on the PS4, I don't think the next one's going to come out on the PS4. I think I'm going to oh, have to end up playing the, a PS5. The, uh, the DLC for Yuffie is PS5 exclusive. Yeah, that makes sense. Though. They're done. Yeah. They shouldn't I even thought. release it on the PS4. No, I was high thinking that the PS4 was going to live the fucking life cycle to get the, the rest of if it. They, if they held Final Fantasy VII until a launch title for the PS5, that would have been, like, the game. Yep. Chalk they didn't do it. Would have bought it day one. It would, it would have been delayed six months or something, but it would have been a PS5. It would have been, you know, developed towards that system. I don't care. I would have reserved one versus, like, not caring because there wasn't no, uh. there just wasn't anything out for the PS5 that got me excited but if you were to tell me that like fucking Final Fantasy 7 and like I don't know what other game would it I would need like an action RPG like if, if Final Fantasy 7 and like NHL 22 were coming out on the same day I'd probably have bought one easy just because that's two games I can flip between it's a 30 hour RPG and then I can play through like a great season of hockey and I then you need like an action game somewhere I got the PS5 to play Ratchet and Clank. And the Ratchet and Clank came out and I played it for about 20 minutes. And I have not played it since. I, that's oh. a game I do want to go back and play. Because I love Ratchet and Clank. I just, my PS5 is downstairs and I don't like really playing games down there that much. That's what, 15 hours I heard? Eh, probably. It's a Ratchet and Clank game. Sounds about the running time for one of those. 
Didn't they charge like eighty dollars for that one? Uh, the games are seventy dollars. I used my credit with Bull Moose on that one. Oh yeah. Shout out to Bull Moose. Yeah, I still got like two hundred dollars to spend in that place. I'll probably pick up uh, Metroid Dread. Ugh, I'm dreading that game now. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not too optimistic. It looks like that fucking 3DS game again. I was super excited for it, and then I found out there's like a robot that chases you through the entire game, and I'm like, I don't want to be chased. I'm just waiting for somebody to just... do a a hack of fusion that influenced the game into that that engine. So it's gonna be a GBA ROM. You know someone's gonna do it. Oh, easy. Yeah. The game looked it looked fun. I was like, oh okay, I'm kinda digging this. And then someone's like, yeah, you get chased by a robot the entire time. I'm like, ugh. Did you play Fusion? Yeah. It's supposed to be like the follow-up to Fusion. Oh, okay. Because Fusion had the the fake Samus chasing you down. She kinda chased you, but it wasn't like in every level. Like oh, she is appeared. Is this like Mr. X from? Yeah, Resident it's Evil? like Mr. X and from fucking Resident Evil, like chasing you the entire time. Like Dark Samus was okay because like you had to do a speed run away from her, or like she fought you and like as a mini boss, and then she led to like a power up or an item because it was just like, how oh, did you defeat me? But like, it. I don't know. I don't want to be like in a room and then all of a sudden I hear dun dun dun. Or something stupid, you know what I mean? Like bubble bobble me, where if I spend too many too long in a level, that the ghost comes after me. Speaking of Switch, did you end up playing uh, the WarioWare game? No, it scared me. Like I heard too many bad reviews that it was just not satisfying. I haven't seen any reviews in that game, but I got it, and it is pretty much what I said it was on the demo. Yeah, but uh, you you get more characters to play around with, and the. Uh, the levels are themed, like you play the uh, like nine volt stage and you play the eighteen volt stage, and it's all kind of their thing. But I liked the uh, the nine volt stage just because I'm a nerd and like the throwbacks to the old NES games and stuff. But uh, yeah, I mean it's it's a lacking WarioWare. It's good to keep the series alive. Like I'm glad it's not a dead series like Nintendo's other sixteen hundred throwaway games they stopped making. But uh, yeah, it's just. It's not really a WarioWare game, if you know what I mean. That's what I keep hearing, so I'm like, I found my Wii U, so I'm just going to hook up my Wii U. Alright, or use your computer, because the Wii U is pretty much 100% emulated. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. I found my Wii U and the little screen protector popped off the controller, so I have to go check if it actually still works. My Wii U behind me. I got that Japanese one I got for like 15 bucks. That was I. I think I told that story on this podcast already. But I wanted to buy a tablet because I found the system itself at a thrift shop. You know, it's cheaper to get get the console, the tablet, and a, and a pro controller than it was to buy just a tablet. What? Yeah, I got. I think I paid 15 dollars and I got the white one. That's like the lower. I think it's eight gigs as opposed to 32. But it came that's... with the the tablet and it came with the pro controller both of which can be used on the pro system that i have i have like my launch system that's still in boston in storage but i didn't have one here thought i'd just get it for the sake of having one i was just looking at the top 25. the problem with the wii u is that pretty much all the good games it had were all ported to the switch mm -hmm. wow i had a really good virtual store though yeah you can buy old games 
let's talk about this fucking Nintendo Direct and how they're charging you more money to play the N64. The audacity they have to say yeah. you got to pay more money to play the fucking N64. Oh, and the Sega, that? and compare, and the Sega games, and Sega. You have to pay more for se- fucking Sega games. They're putting the, the N64 and the bit. Sega on the same oh platform. God. They're out of their fucking minds. They, they've lost it. They don't know what the hell they're doing anymore. No, like the <laughs> the only good thing I heard about like the fucking crossover is that you can play um, Mario. They're adding um, fucking online to Mario sixty four racing. Yeah, Mario sixty four Kart is a shit game anyway. Mario sixty four, yeah. It sucked in the nineties and sucks now. And Mario Kart eight is a fantastic game, which I would rather play any day of the week. Someone has the audacity to say that Diddy Kong Racing is better than Mario Kart sixty four. Ah, oh, man, it might be true. I don't like either of them. <laughs> Diddy Kong Racing is bad, though. Diddy Kong Racing had more substance to it. I didn't like Mario Kart 64 at all. I did. I beat it in Sears when my mom left me in the South Shore Plaza. Ah, uh, parenting in the 90s. <laughs> I had go. those days, too. <laughs> yeah. That's how Fucking I found what graphics was. That's how, I unlocked... Sears. <laughs> That's how I unlocked the entire N64 version of... Uh of mario 64 that day because it was like new and i played through all of it for them I'm like here you go <laughs> i think my mom left me in the mall for like two hours that day about right. <laughs> but the nintendo deal with him and the poor fucking store person who has to look at it's just like are you okay it's just like yeah i'm not allowed to leave here even though i want an auntie Anne's pretzel <laughs> do you ever back in the day read uh acts of gourd acts of gourd it's a website a guy had, and it was like late 90s, early 2000s, of this guy who owned a like a video game store in Canada, and he just wrote like smart-ass articles. Like, he he put, he wrote it in to, to like kind of mimic a Bible. It had oh like my each, God, each chapter. That's awesome. be, it hasn't aged very well. He says retarded a lot, and he talks about like him beating up some of the kids and stuff. It's like some of it, like this guy is clearly like the comic book guy. He is the comic book guy from The Simpsons, pretty much. But some of it's funny, and one of the ones was a. Uh, like some some mother left his kids their kids at the store when he opened in the morning and she said she'd be back to get him at like five or something so he uh talked to the kids and was like all right kids tell me where your mom works are you going to have a nice trip to the welfare office <laughs> you know that story itself is pretty this funny. is amazing yeah, I'm yeah. Look, I'm the website's still there yeah the book of gourd the book of justice within gourd meets the false prophet some Gamer's Edge. Funny. Yes, my name is Mike. I'm from Gagers and Nayamio. <laughs> it's worth a read. Even though, like I said, it's dated in some places, but it's it's fine. But uh, yeah, that one story always stuck up. I was like, yep, I remember I remember being left at fucking Sears to play video games while my parents went in the shopping in the mall. That was a thing that happened. I don't think he's <sighs> updated him. He hasn't updated in nine years. Oh no, he he like moved to Korea to teach English or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh that Nintendo Direct, did you watch it? No. They had two announcements of announcements coming. <laughs> so there's new Animal Crossing stuff happening, they'll talk about later. And there's a new Smash Bros. character coming, they'll talk about later. They need to stop doing Nintendo Directs. No, they just they should still do the Nintendo Directs, they should just have games. This one had yeah. nothing. Exactly. I was excited for uh there's like one game on there I was excited for, and I can't remember what it was. That's how memorable that it was. It showed like a Splatoon trailer. Who cares? It showed a Bayonetta 3 cinematic, because that game was announced five fucking years ago by now. 
we think they have some gameplay, but nope, there's a cinematic for Bayonetta 3. <laughs> and I heard Just she's not even going to be voicing. I heard, um, they said, oh, yeah. like, a lot of people got super excited, and it's like 12 years in the making, and they're like, oh, we can't wait to, like, because there's people out there who I guess care about who the voice acting is of their game, and fine, like, each their own. But she's like, yeah, don't hold my breath. I'm like, oh, I guess... If she's not doing it by now, she's not doing it. Right. That game was, it can't be delayed that much longer. I think it gave it a date for like March or something. Oh, God. Um, to breaking news Grand Theft Auto trilogy heading to the Switch. Trilogy being the PS2 games? Yeah. Um... Oh, right, right. Because um, there was a there was a, uh, a fan mod where somebody like made HD versions of all the, th the three games and then they ported it yep. to the Switch as home using it uh, and they got shut down. Like they had like Nintendo or uh, sorry, Rockstar actually actively gave them a cease and desist. <laughs> Why would you do that for a game that's 20 years old? Because they're going to take it and sell it to Nintendo and say, look, we can put it on the Switch now and take this poor guy's money. <laughs> I mean, the guy wasn't making any money for it. It was a free thing. You really no. I'm saying, like, now they're like, "Oh, we're gonna shut you down, and you have to give us a code." And now Rockstar is gonna make, make a ton of cash. <laughs> I don't think Nintendo. they're using the same code. Oh, <laughs> I know. they can do that. Uh, the direct had the one thing I saw, and I remember it was was there's a new Kirby game coming out, but it's a 3D open world Kirby. Oh yeah, I heard that's that's pretty exciting. It's like Wasteland Kirby or something like that. Yeah, it's like a. Uh, it looks like a post-apocalypse kind of world where it's not post-apocalypse in terms of like everything looks rusty. It looks like everything's overgrown. Yeah. Look, if you play that game Enslaved on the PS3. That's really cool. Oh, I loved Enslaved. Enslaved was a great, that was like my favorite Teen uh, Ninja Theory game. Fantastic game. And, uh, yeah, underrated. Uh, but uh, it looks kind of like that where everything's kind of like run down but overgrown. And I, I'm, they haven't done anything. I can say the last like six Kirby games and not tell you which one's which because they look exactly the same. It's been the same game except the one with the robots because that one had robots in it. But other than that, I could not tell apart the last six Kirby games. There's so no, I couldn't there. either. Yeah. So I'm glad they're doing something with Kirby. It's so if it ends up being like a Mario Odyssey, that, that'd be interesting. That's something that's new. That's something they're doing with Kirby. I'm glad that they're doing it because Kirby, I feel like, has been one of those underutilized franchises. Like, I really enjoyed All Superstar, and I feel like they've just been so like I know they're supposed to be easy-ish, but they've been like offense, like offensively easy. Probably the last time I had a fun time with a Kirby game was that one on the Wii where you were like the yarn. Yes, yep. whatever that one was called, Kirby's Woolly Adventure. No, Woolly Adventure. That was, that was the Yoshi game. That's right. <laughs> epic, epic yarn. Because they recalled Kirby's Epic Yawn. Kirby's not Wooly Adventure. <laughs> so Kirby's Epic Yarn. And it was pretty... It was, it was fun because it had a lot of collectibles to it that were actually pretty tough to find them all. And that was like the, the charm of that game. Playing it straight through was super easy because you literally couldn't die in it. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, they, oh, they showed a fucking trailer for Star Wars Central Republic. A port of the original release of that game. And Jag. it looks like absolute shit. And I was amazed at how bad it looked. I'm like, how could you release this? Can't wait that I can play it on my Steam box in three months. Like you're, you're supposed to be in the desert. And it looks like corkboard. Oh, no. <laughs> it looked really bad. Like, how how could they release this? And, like, show it a trailer for it. Like, you're supposed to be excited. What? Stop. No one can't. Oh, like, and they, you... they, uh, uh, they uh, also uh. announced that new Act Razor game on the Switch. Uh, 
the Nintendo Direct. That looks so bad. Oh, I played it. I have the game. What do you think? Uh, it looks awful. <laughs> <laughs> the soundtrack is really good. They have this really... Like, the original game was kind of um, uh, like an orchestral score. It's, yeah. And this one's like a, kind of like a heavy metal kind of rendition. And it's really good. I like it a lot. It plays perfectly fine. Although it does have a bit of a, uh, a frame skipping issue. I think it's like it, it only... It only pushes one out of every like every sixty frames. It pushes fifty. Weird. So it has like this weird stutter every so often, which is a bizarre thing to see in a game that shouldn't run like that. But apparently, it's like that on all of them. They came oh, on the no. PS4 and the PC as well. It's it's the worst on the Switch, but it's uh it's a it's prevalent in all versions of the game. I have it on the PC because the fuck would I buy a Switch game? Yeah, no, agreed. <laughs> when when I don't have to, I won't. But uh, yeah, it it looks so bad. It's like uh, pre-rendered sprites. It is bizarre. It's a bizarre choice on why they did that. If they're going to go that look, they could have just made them polygons and it would look better scaled up. But I'm playing the game and uh, I have a 2K monitor, so 1440. And it looks like it like has this weird aliasing around the characters where it has like this weird like uh, awkward fuzz. Didn't they also add like a weird like um backslide that isn't really needed i didn't even notice that if that's true yeah they added like they made the uh little tower defense mode like way more tower defensey yeah like heroes and stuff i haven't gotten that far in the game but because i got my ass kicked in the first boss and said fuck this game will play it later i heard all of that and i was like i'm good yeah and uh i'm very curious about the i don't like tower defense so we'll no, see I, how, how it goes. I, also I like Monkey like Tower glasses. Defense. I don't know what that is. Uh, uh, it's Balloon Tower Defense. It's a game on Steam where you just get unlimited amount of balloons. You have monkeys and they bl- like pop the balloons with darts and shit. I like I those see. type of. I like those endless types of tower defense games. I'm not a big fan of like pickle jump monsters and stuff. Yeah, so I was not a fan of that either. Uh, I think that's pretty much all that happened in the direct. They announced that uh, that new Square card game, I believe it was. I don't remember much about it, but that seems like an interesting thing. You like card games, right? Mm-hmm. I love card games. Well, Square is coming out with one. What's it called? Um, <laughs> Square card game. Voice uh-huh. of cards, maybe. <laughs> that sounds promising let's see oh yeah i saw that for the tokyo game show voice of cards yeah yeah so that's a thing that's coming out and stranger of paradise got a origin got a release date oh that's tokyo game show stuff yeah that's the final fans retelling with jack garland (laughs) you see that i did my name's garland Jack, Jack Garland. Garland. He could have just not said that, you know? Sounds like a porn been... star. <laughs> the funny thing is, that, I don't know if you ever played Final Fantasy 1, but Garland is the throwaway boss you beat 15 minutes into the game. He's the first yeah. thing you do. Nope. <laughs> so that, I like Garland's like this big badass. Like, he was a joke. He it's was like the e- tutorial. Yeah. Maybe he won't be the tutorial. Maybe that's like the whole story behind it is like how Jet Garland doesn't become... An intro boss and he dies 25 minutes in the final fantasy one then 
I know, right? <laughs> it's just a callback. Be like, you actually have to level Jet Garland. Nope. If they made like some kind of like towering badass that like chased you around and <laughs> kicked your ass every so often, that'd be kind of cool. You know what? I played the demo of that game. It was fine. I liked it. It's I got a date, right? It's coming out in March or something. Jet Garland sounds like the mysterious character to Doug Funny from Doug Jet <laughs> Bandit. But it's like Jet Garland. It's like, oh, thanks, buddy. Jack Bandit. <laughs> hey, you're Jack Bandit. I'm Jet Garland. Honk, honk. <laughs> uh, they're, they're also making a sequel to uh, Chocobo Racing on the or Chocobo Racing oh, on the PS1. Fucking god. <laughs> of all things, uh, it's like when they released the that that I think I talked about that a few weeks ago. That fucking that all girl fighting SNK. I can't remember the name of it. But that SNK game that was uh, all the, the girls characters from like the King of Fighters and stuff. How oh, like yeah. A fucking sequel to an old Neo Geo game. Neo Geo Pocket Color game. That was like a throwaway game that nobody remembers. At least like, we're getting weird new IPs versus like... It's not even new IPs though. It's like weird sequels. I don't care. At least they're not trying to charge more for N64 games. Dude, it's so... F I can't get over that. N64 I'll take an... was such a shit system. Why would Dude. you charge more money? <laughs> I, will, I will take like mashups and brand new things because at least they're trying versus like hey we haven't used this ip in 20 years like if all of a sudden they're like oh man we're making an, uh, an updated version of russian <laughs> russian attack it's like yeah see 1987 it's been like fucking 30 years <laughs> oh, man. akari warriors in hd <laughs> how was the wii the best online system that the fucking nintendo had it had the best version of Virtual Console. It had the most yep. games. You could actually buy those games. Yep. <laughs> How is that the best thing they've done? And they've only gone downhill since. The Wii U had that fun mode where they took that offline, the Miiverse. It's because that was, they that gave... was fun. And they killed it. Because <laughs> we were dumb and gave Nintendo that Wii money and then they gave up. It's like giving like a 25-year-old like $10 million and expecting them to invent something else. The Wii was the, where you got the only, like the first official release. I think it might be the only official release of uh, the first Senate Punishment game, which is like one of the good N64 games that Nintendo forgot about. Although I did think I saw that on the, uh, the upcoming games on the, the Switch service. That Senate Punishment game is actually pretty solid. Play that game. If you decide to pay more money for fucking N64 games for whatever reason. I'm not going to. I use the, my son uses the um, Switch to play Mario. Um world on the couch like gabe loves playing mario world and super punch out while sitting on the couch because we have an snes mini and an nes mini but he can't use them while laying on the couch that's what he does three dollars a month to make him excited to beat up aaron ryan and bob charlie and ball how did how did he say it ball bowl i can't remember he was like he got so mad at bald bowl the other day one, two, three, four. He's a big fan of Piston Hurricane. Six, seven. I made a save state for every character so we can go face Aaron Ryan, Bob, Bob Charlie. He likes all of them. Yeah. Can I play against Aaron Ryan? Super, yeah, man. Super, super Punch Out is a, I think, an underrated game. Hundred percent. Really good. Yeah. So that's around the topic of the N sixty four. One of. I like, I want to say maybe five games total for that entire system. Because I was just thinking that. Giant been... piece of shit. 
It's the only system I ever sold when it was actually a car current system because I fucking hated it that much. But, I don't uh, remember having many games for it because I didn't like any of them. Because they're all expensive. They're all like $70, $80. This is back in the late 90s too where it wasn't, you know, $70 is a lot of money for a video game. Especially when the PS1 had the MSRP of $40 a game. Yep. But anyway, uh, there's a guy on the internet which, whose name I do not remember, which I feel kind of bad, but he's doing an HD project for um, Paper Mario. Probably oh, the be best cool. N64 game. Yeah. So I uh, I was playing that, and he did a really good job with it. He made all the sprites look really nice, very modern. So, uh, I mean, Mar Paper Mario is already pretty much a timeless game. You can play it anyway, but now it looks looks very nice. Paper Mario is good. Ocarina. If I look at my list of games I liked on the N64, it was like, Ocarina of Time is fine. I'm not in love with it like everybody else seems to be. No, it's like my like, number five spot. I didn't like Majora's Mask at all. I hated it. Uh, yeah. Uh, I really liked Sin Punishment. I liked uh, Paper Mario, and I really liked Pokemon Snap. <laughs> I liked... People don't um, like Pokemon Snap. That game was pretty fun. It was a rail shooter with Pokemon. It was, it was great. Pokemon Puzzle League. I like... It's just Tetris Attack. It's just Tetris Flash Attack. Yeah, but, pawn. Um, I liked that. I liked... Um, WWF's WrestleMania 2000. You would, wouldn't you? Uh, I'd like 1080 snowboarding. Tetrisphere is not a bad game. Nope, not bad. Not I'd great, like... but not bad. Buck Bumble, which is the classic heartthrob of the N64. I like Smash Brothers, but there's been other versions of it that are good now. Like if we're that talking game about, is really not hard that to play good. It's days. really hard to play. Have you tried playing like recently? I've I thought about it, but I'm like, no, I'll just go play the GameCube one, which is the perfect one. Oh, don't be one of those guys. Don't it's be good, one of the melee kids. No, I like melee, but I don't like. I think it's just the fun one to play. Like, don't if, be a melee kid. I don't like the link. Like, I'm not. It's the best one though. Uh, I don't agree with that at all. Which one was the best one? The one for the Switch? Mm. Yeah, the most modern one. Okay. Okay. So, I liked Brawl. If you. You had to hack it to remove the tripping because that was just stupid. But I liked that more than I liked Melee. Then I liked the, the the Wii U one. Oh, the Wii one. That's the one I was thinking of. The Wii one is probably the best. The Wii or Wii U? Wii. Wii. That was Brawl. Yeah, I liked Brawl. Yeah, Brawl was great except for that stupid tripping mechanic. It didn't make any sense. Yeah, I liked Brawl. Yeah, Brawl is solid. I never really yeah. got into that whole Project M thing. That were they hacked it to make it more play more like melee. I wasn't really interested in that, but I just used the code, like this the little what, what gecko code, remove the tripping. That's all you needed. Also, pay, unlocking shit in that game. If you ever lose your save, it takes forever to unlock everything. Star Fox sixty four was good. I wasn't a big fan. Pokemon Stadium one two was good. What, what about that game was good? Or Pokemon Stadium 1 was that, good. The only thing good about that game is that you can play your fucking Game Boy game in the game and make it double speed. Yeah. <laughs> that was the only good part of Pokemon Stadium. Um, <laughs> I'm running out of games. Holy shit. Wave Race 64 kind of sucked. Cruising USA was fun. I, uh, there's actually a fan release of um, the Sheer and the Wanderer game in the 64 and I am actually enjoying that. Quest 64? <laughs> yeah. Quest on the Game Boy was okay. Quest had a Quest good N64. day and night cycle. Quest N64 is barely playable. That's it's not what you call a good game. It's a, it's one of my fondest N64 games, which isn't saying much. Oh, no. 
fucking blast corpse. <laughs> you have the PS1, you have the Saturn, and then you have the N64. Yeah, that's about right. Now, the Saturn didn't have great USA releases, so if you never got any of the imports, I can see why you wouldn't like the Saturn that much, but the PS1, come on, had everything. You need me one game better on the S6 than the PS1 equivalency. You can't yeah, do it. it no. PS1 had a Lundra, which is better than Ocarina of Time. Come at me, bro. No. Do you disagree with that statement? No, I don't disagree. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Lunder yeah. was a good game. Lunder was a good game. Ape Escape, better than Mario 64. Um, Wild Arms. Oh, that's an RPG. Didn't have any of those. Ogre Battle. Uh, that's more of a strategy RPG. And there was a, there was a Let Us Clean Together port to the PS1. I'm pretty sure. And Fantasy Tactics is pretty much Ogre. Um, the N64 had Final Fantasy VII. No, it didn't. I know. I was being a dickhead. Had Resident Evil 2. <laughs> a bad port. The only thing impressive could... about the port is that it actually exists and it works. It's the full game. Yeah, that's that's the only good thing about that version of that game. You can change the blood color too. Oh boy. To white, green? Green, blue, purple. Blue would be interesting. I don't think I've ever seen funny. blue blood in a game. Yeah, that was funny. I'm trying to think. Conqueror's Bad Fur uh, Day's overrated. Yeah, plus the better versions on the Xbox anyway. It's censored yeah. for some weird reason, but it's like it plays better. Donkey Kong 64, I think, was good. <laughs> I disagree. Um, Killer Instinct 64? Killer, Killer Instinct, Instinct Gold, I think it was. Oh, that yeah, that was... Uh, that was okay. That wasn't even Killer Instinct 2. That was just no. a different game. Catching 2 is a solid game. That's the one that was uh, arcade only. That's a good game. Um, did you ever did... play that Killer Instinct like, reboot they did on the Xbox One? That game is pretty good. fucking love that game. It's installed on that my game... computer right now. That game's great. Yeah, we should play good. that. We should play that this month. Yeah, I'll play some I'll play some of that. Play some Tekken 2. I'm still playing that. Tekken 7? Yep. I was playing some of that last night. I was uh, testing it on Linux. Works fine. I was playing it last week and played online, and I beat a bunch of people up, and then they wouldn't play me again. <laughs> well, right. I think we're almost at, like, the fucking two-hour mark. Shit. I guess we gotta pack everything in for those weeks we missed. Yeah. Let's Tokyo pack. Game Show's going on now. Nothing really exciting coming from there. There's a few interesting-looking games, but no, well, like, crazy news. No, no Persona 5 coming out to PC like everybody wanted. A shit ton of Game Pass games just dropped this week, and I'll probably have more to talk about next week because I want to break into a lot more. Um, probably going to play some more Westward tomorrow night. I'm, oh, I played Dandy Ace. Dandy Ace sucks. Well, not, I'm not going to give Dandy Ace sucks. It's a game that's like Hades. It's on. It's a new over-the-top. They're trying to make a Hades-like game, but all it made me do was go play Hades again. So I'll give it another shot. But I hate saying games just suck, but it didn't impress me that much. It didn't impress me that much. It it was like I got the idea of it, but I have like hundreds of hours into Hades and Dead Cells, so I kind of know what I'm looking for in those type of games. And when like the changes in the game need to be drastic, and this one just was eh. Um, I do have some other games I want to dive into this week, which I plan on 
And I think I'm going to go buy this call, game called Legend Ball. Le- Legend Ball looks pretty good. It's a throwback to classic 8-bit and 16-bit football games. I love those games, like Tecmo Bowl. Yeah, exactly. It's a modern-day Tecmo Bowl where you can like customize your team. And... Is it licensed? No. Ah, uh, that sucks. It's so cool looking, though. It's it's like... it One of those games that I'm like, man, I, I actually want to play pay 20 bucks for this. They have a team that would be called like the Baltimore Crows or something. Uh, they got the Buffalo Miners or San Francisco Miners. Okay, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, let's see. Oh, you can like, and you can do your ice cream stands and everything like that. And it's got a bunch of different grass types. Send me a link to this game. I'm pretty interested. Yeah, it's really cool. I was playing Madden twenty, maybe whatever the one you can get cheap yes. on the PC was, and. It, eh. It's okay, I guess. I think that's what right. we need to we need to um, stream a game of us playing um, a modern Madden. <laughs> yeah, whatever the one is on Game Pass, and I just want to see us like my defensive skills are so bad that I think it would just be funny for me and you to play like four quarters and have like an eighty nine seven ninety seven game or something fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Madden yeah. twenty, Madden twenty one actually is um, available for us to play now. Uh, twenty two is out, so it makes yeah. sense. Excuse me. Yeah. No oh, man, we're at that point of the night. It's almost 2 a.m. here. Shit. Yeah. Alright. But yeah, so um I think we're gonna do some Bioshock tomorrow and scare me. Um I think we're gonna be back to our normal Friday episodes. Thank you all for the patience of our up and coming uh podcast and trying to get used to a schedule and dealing with this but if you guys want more episodes say we want more of your sh- weird rants because we'll fucking do them i'm working on a game as an edited review and i'm trying to convince my wife to play through until dawn because she's never played it i think that'd be a fun stream i would love to be part of that because that game she has... scares very easy and she also loves like terrible like teenage horror movies so i think it's a perfect, perfect game for her. fantastic it's on the, uh, I mean, I own the game, but I think it, it has an enhancement patch on the PS5. It's also on there, like, if you own the PS5, here's a bunch of free PS4 games. So I think I just play it digitally off of that. So that I think I rented it off of Gamefly. I bought that game new, like, the day it came out. It was, like, 2016, I was still in Seattle. It's such an underrated time. fucking PS4 game. I think, like, I hate horror but because, like, I'm scared easily. But, like, I enjoy those type of decision-based games. And that game is fantastic. It has just enough of, like, the jump scares. And, like, I I enjoyed the shit out of that game. It surprised me how much I enjoyed that game. And I'm a very big baby, as you're all going to find out through my playthroughs of Bioshock and Resident Evils and those other games. All right. That's yeah, I think we did uh, pretty good tonight. We promised not to leave you guys high and dry. Like we said, fuck September. We're going to do October through strong. we got a good two months to get to before the end of the year. And we can yeah. talk about games we didn't play because... I the game find... of the year is going to be weird this year. I haven't played a goddamn game. <laughs> I haven't played anything. We've got I played months. a lot of games for like an hour each. So I got to like clear some games. <laughs> We've got two months. That's why yeah. I'm bringing it up now, so that way if we don't, people can call us out on it. <laughs> I'm a college student, I do a lot of schoolwork, so I don't have uh, the most time in the world to play video games, so I, I, I sneak in what I can. I have two children, and sleep randomly. 
plus a lot of the games I'm looking forward to are coming out this month. Riders Republic, um, Far Cry 6 I'm going to look forward to because they're going to somehow fuck that up. Um, Do you play as the guy's kid? Is that what the story is? I think so, yeah. So the picture I was looking at looked like you were playing a few woman, games left that are coming out kid. that has... Um, I feel, hey, what's going um, on? Like, Mass Effect Legendary Collection was 2021. Um, let's see, here's like 2021 so far. Let's look at September or October at this point. Um, FIFA 22 just came out. Alan Wake Remastered. Um, BPM is bullets per minute. Exphobia. Hell Let Loose is getting... BPM is already out. As I um, Jet. Is it like a Switch port or something? The Far Shore. Um, is coming out this week. Uh, Far Cry, uh, oh, Super Monkey Ball is, um, Tuesday. <laughs> Do you hear the controversy about Monkey Ball? I heard it's bad. I heard it's weird. It's a port of, like, the Wii game. But, uh, I guess the announcer ended up being a giant piece of shit, so they had to recast the announcer. Oh, jeez. It's such a bizarre thing. Um, we got Far Cry 6 this week. That's uh, Friday, I believe. Thursday. So I'm going to go get my um, Ubisoft Plus up so I can stream that for a few hours. Um, yeah. I'll, I'm not going to... I don't think I'm going to buy it right away because it's an Ubisoft game and it'll probably be 20 bucks in a month. So I'm going to renew. Um, because at the end of the month, um, Riders Republic comes out. So I think I'm just going to renew my Ubisoft for a month. And I'll stream so that way, because it's going to be day one for that. Uh, Disco Elysium, Final Cut, Back to Blood, which is that four-person upcoming multiplayer shooter by Turtle Rock. Um, yeah, it's, it's just Left 4 Dead. Crisis yeah. Remastered, Demon Slayer, Kamatsu no Yiba. Demon Slayer is an yep. anime, right? NHL 22, like I said, oh. on the 15th. Uh, Caligula? Caligula is a uh, yep. JRPG. It came out on the Vita as Japanese only, but I think they released it in English on Steam, I want to say. And then the, the second one's coming out. It's by uh, Fovrayu, which oh. did that game. Um, uh, that JRPG on the Wii that was pretty good, but I completely blanking on the name of it. It's like Ark Rise Fantasia, something like that. It was a decent JRPG. I was sick of um, like HD releases, but they're doing a Toy Soldiers HD release, which is kind of exciting. I thought that was kind of neat. Toy Soldiers was... It's that was like little Soldiers? war game that was for the Xbox Live Arcade in 2010, and you had like... You played little plastic soldiers in like Red Baron style shooting. That's kind of cool. There was that game for the Dreamcast called Toy Commander, and that game was awesome. They should do that one again. Um, let's see. Fatal Frame. Project Fatal Frame? Zero. Oh, the Wii one? Uh, yes. That one? Interesting. Age of Empires. I don't think that game came out in English. There's a fan patch for it, but... Oh, Age of Empires X is this... That would be Age of Empires 4. Oh, 4, yep. Yeah. Riders Republic, like I said. Riders Republic's fantastic. It's... <laughs> like, it's gonna kick Tony Hawk... Um, it's kicking uh, Tony Hawk's in the dick. It's fucking so fantastic i played 20 ish hours of the fucking demo um demo and i never do that i played that beta like all fucking weekend you're just like we should do stuff i'm like i'm playing this beta leave me the fuck alone uh fuck off guys i'm fine so i'm gonna have a squash like i i downloaded so i like i went 
so far down the rabbit hole. Like I downloaded that and then I put um I found the skate soundtrack and I just put it together and I put I played it with the skate soundtrack and the SSX tricky soundtrack. So I was getting some good placebo and shit in there. It's great. I was just I was just playing some SSX tricky. Um, just Dance twenty twenty two. Call of Duty. Like I found a I found a CRT TV on the side of the road and ended up being a Sony Trinitron. So I took it and like that's this is a good TV. It had a black spider inside of it, but that's beside the point. But it works perfectly fine. And uh, I hooked up my GameCube, and I've just been playing GameCube cubes randomly on it. Like I played a bunch of Mario uh, Mario Golf on there. Still the best Mario Golf game. And I was playing some SSX Tricky Agreed. and stuff. That game is like the weird thing about SSX Hold Tricky up. is uh, holds up. It holds up, sure. But uh, when you want to do like turns, like twists yeah. and stuff, you have to switch to using the D pad. You, you can't use the. Oh, weird. Stick. I couldn't figure out why why I couldn't do any like twists, and I, I figured it out eventually, but. You gotta like switch between the two. It's bizarre. Uh, Forza November. Yeah, Forza Horizon. Mm. Battlefield 2042. New Pokemon. Uh, the Waylanders, Pokemon. which is a upcoming role-playing game for the developed by Spanish studios Gato. I don't know. It's kind of cool. That sounds familiar. Everything you just said sounds familiar. If I saw a picture, I might have actually pre-ordered that game. Shin Megami Tensei Five. Weeks or Switch exclusive um, Final Fantasy Endwalker, the new M. Uh, it's the, oh, that's the it's the uh, expansion for 15. What 14? 14? Yeah, it's the fifth, it's the fourth expansion okay, for 14. Sense. Okay, yeah, I'm done with 14, but it's good, it's still it's fun. I'm glad people don't have to play WoW. Um, uh, is it fun? I don't know if we caught it, it fun. had a good story, it's got good music, it, it does. It does. It does MMORPGs the um, best, is what I'll say about Fantasy XIV. It has, it has the class systems down the best, I think. Um, it's very satisfying. Sure. And then, like, I felt, out of all of them, I f it, if I was 25 again, like you had said, and I had, like, 60 hours a week, I would never get anything done with that game. But, like, it's just gone. Uh, Advanced Wars reboot, December... Oh, I forgot about that. Chorus is a. That's. Okay. Advanced yep, Wars will get. Halo. Yeah. We're getting I'm, that game. I'm, I'm holding up quotations. <laughs> yeah. That game's never going to come out. Siberia. So it's going to be the next Duke thing forever. Ruckus of the Lotus War. Huh? Oh, yeah. I, 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 yep. I bought that. It's uh, I got the early access of it. It's like a yep. Sophie the Night. It's actually really cool. Finalized in the gunk. Oh yeah, gunk. That's another one. <laughs> the game looks silly. Like it looks kind of fucking cool. It looks, it yeah. looks fun. It's gonna be a game exactly. pass anyway, but it's, it's just called the gunk. Like so, we've got to like. It, it looks hopeful. I think between NHL 22, uh, that's not gonna make my fucking game of the year by any things. But I think like we got Far Cry, Metroid, um, blah, 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 blah. a few other ones in there. Watch you end up loving Metroid. I probably will, but I'm <laughs> probably going to be bummed by. Yeah, by I'm just I'm just going to be bummed that I'm playing a fucking Switch game again. I think that's the thing that's going to bum me out. <laughs> I play them all on my emulator. I don't even play with a fucking Switch like... anymore. But yeah, so I'll buy the game. Uh, that's fine, but I'm not going to play that. We are. You can't make me. <laughs> Hammering like we're eight weeks away to the end of the year, which is fucking crazy enough to say. But terrifying um, but yeah stick with us guys we promise we're not uh, gonna 12 weeks get caught into what happened we're 
we're gonna take our vitamin C tablets and we're gonna make sure that we stay healthy and schedule wise and make sure my kids stay asleep, which is remarkable for a two hour podcast that I just put Moana on and she's been out twice, so boom parenting. Moana, yeah. I mean if it was tangled it'd be up jumping around all excited, but I'm all they go to pass out, just like the big bang theory, Bazinga. You're welcome. You're welcome. I put your kids to sleep. All right, gentlemen or Tom, do you have anything else you want to? Words uh, of wisdom, things you want to talk about tonight? I didn't do yeah. it. All right. Till next time, guys. If um, this should be out by tomorrow, I'm gonna go post something on the Twitter. If you guys want to come and join me and Tom as I make my descent into Bioshock. I think I'm going to try to split up like I think it's like an eight hour game. So I'm going to try to split it up into a few playthroughs. Uh, I call up my buddy uh, Ken Levine and see if he wants to join us. Uh, length. That'd be cool. 12 hours. So we'll do I'll try to do three at a time. Break it up into four playthroughs and we'll go from there. Would you kindly the game is on. Oh, let's see. Possibly less if the game is on easy. I think I'll play it on easy just so we can just get through it. Yeah, but yeah. This ain't no fucking professional. Wow. I just want to see it. I like to fucking play through games just to play through them. So call me a bitch. Maybe sometime I'll do a challenging one. I play games for their story. Cool, guys. Thanks for uh, joining us. We hope that you come back. And uh, yeah, thanks for again for another episode of Tiny Dynamite Presents Digital Deliberations. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.